Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about Internet Church. Rich, what is Internet Church? Oh, it's only the best internet gathering this side of the Kailua River. Is the Kailua River a thing? Maybe we should start over. <laughs> let's let's do it again. Ask me again. <laughs> no, let's leave it in. Now no, no, let's talk about Internet Church. Uh, internet Church. Actually, it's a thing we do every other Friday night where we all gather together, uh, encourage the saints in truth. It's uplifting. It's edifying. It's just a time to gather for about an hour on a Friday night or day, depending what part of the world you're in, just to be encouraged by the saints. You you think you would like something like that? Is the Pope Catholic? Uh, you bet your sweet bippy the Pope is Catholic. And uh, Justin, Internet Church is all about gospel freedom. It's good. I'm trying to think of the follow-up question. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, this thing is lagging. Uh, all right. If No. Absolutely love it. So if you were going to... No. What are we going for? Are we trying to be funny or are we trying to be serious? I don't know. I I mean, whatever. I, we're trying to let people know that... Oh, <laughs> I'm not as gifted as you are in this department, my friend. So join us every other Friday night, 8 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern. If you are international and want to add that to your calendar so you don't have to do all the time conversions, head on over to lovereality.org slash circles and add the Internet Church Circle to your calendar. So his goodness must still be moving in our people. The implication is that the goodness is still available for you if you're still doubting if the goodness is for you. Welcome back to The Move, where we are vibing with the book. 10 minutes at a time. 10 minutes at a time. Today, we're looking at Romans chapter 11. Crazy that we're already at chapter 11. 11. Verses 1 through 10. Mm. Did you read it? I did read it. Did actually, you read it? I did. We actually tried to start the episode without having read it. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. I mean, we've read it, but we like to read it right before Fresh. the episode. Yeah. So before you listen to this episode, go and read it. Yes. Check it out. We Wait. Will, are we going to pause again? We can pause. All right. Here we go. 10 minutes on the clock, starting in three, two, one, go. I asked then, has God rejected his people? So that's the question, because God is standing here with outstretched arms, waiting all day, and the obvious implication is that they're not doing anything. Otherwise, why would his arms be out there all mm -hmm. day? So if the people have rejected God, the question then is, well, has God kind of out, out of a retributive sense say, I reject you too? So you ask the question, if the people have rejected God. Since the people have rejected God, uh -huh. does God turn around and say, then I will reject you? Yeah, so if I offer my phone and you say no, no. and I take it away. Can I have the phone now? No! Is that, is that what's happening? Yeah. Clearly the answer is by no means. Why? Because Paul uses a Old Testament example here. He says, do you not know what the scripture says well, of on, Elijah? Hold on, hold on, what? He uses a better example, a more present example. He uses the example of himself. He That's says, right. hey, listen, I am one of those people who rejected God for many, many years. I was the guy who ran around killing the very people that God was reaching out to and who accepted that gift. And yet, here I am in the flesh, 
accepted by grace, <laughs> accepted by the goodness of God, not because of my keeping of the law yes. and my snip snip, but because yes. God is good. Yes, and I was trying to move too fast. Yeah, you Thank were you for moving slowing too fast. me down there because that's exactly the point. I myself am an Israelite, descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe, and yet I'm here proclaiming the resurrected Messiah. So his goodness must still be moving in our people. The implication is that the goodness is still available for you if you're still doubting if the goodness is for you. Mm-hmm. Because his arms are still wide open. All right? day. Because is he going to reject the people he foreknew? No. Absolutely not. By no means. By no God means. forbid. The strongest kind of no one could have. Because listen, it happened for me. It can happen for you. And if you're doubting it, let me tell you a story about Elijah. And now we can go to the story about Elijah. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so Elijah, he says, he appeals to God against Israel. He says, Lord, they've killed your prophets. They've demolished your altars. I alone am left and they seek my life. This is a shout back to that time where Elijah had that standoff with the prophets of Baal. And then mm-hmm. he comes through in this amazing way. Then kind of weird part of the story. He goes and kills all the prophets of Baal. Mm-hmm. And then a woman shows up, and of course, every good man is afraid of a woman. So he turns tail and runs away, finds himself in the valley, discouraged, depressed, feeling alone. After having a major victory, he feels alone. Isn't that interesting? It is, right? That's the way that things work, though, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you have a victory, that's when Satan wants to attack Mm -hmm. the most. Mm -hmm. So take courage if you're feeling attacked in this moment. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that God's away from you. Yeah, and so Elijah gets this feeling here, and he says... Man, it's just me. Here I am. I'm contending for you. I just beat these prophets. I mean, you beat the prophets, but you used me. And I feel like I'm just fighting alone. I've been past three something years with the, you know, the famine and or, or, or the drought, no rain. And it's just me. And, and you said it right. He's got this feeling. He's got a feeling. He's got a feeling. Sometimes we get feelings. You catch feelings. You catch feelings and feelings aren't Lord. Feelings are good. They're feelings nice. Are good. Right. But they're not Lord. And the Lord comes in and tells him, hey, Elijah. Mm mm. I've got 7,000 who have not yet even bowed the knee. So in the nation of Israel that right now is in apostasy because they're under the rulership of Ahab and Jezebel who have ushered in this uh, uh, worship of Baal and the worship of gods who are not God, right? Elijah thinks he's the last remaining Israelite. But things aren't always the way that they appear. And the reason he's not the last remaining Israelite is because they are there. They are alive. Well, not only that, but the reason is God's grace Mm -hmm. hasn't stopped being offered to them. Mm -mm. (laughs) They might have even uh, been tempted to or might have even actually turned away from it in a moment. But God's grace was prevailing still. Still prevailing so that at the present time, he says, there is a remnant chosen by grace. So Paul's saying, even now, I'm not the only one who's believed. And I'm not the only one who will believe yeah, because he's not cutting off his people. That, that language of a remnant chosen by grace is so potent to those people because they thought that the only way to be the remnant was to do the thing, mm-hmm. was to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. That's how they qualified themselves mm-hmm. as being remnant. And now I like this idea because um, this idea of being chosen by grace, I was looking up a little bit the Greek and I actually went to KJV and KJV says that, they're according to the election, right? Okay. He said, he, uh, KJV, uh, where it says, verse 5, it says, this is KJV, even so that at the present time also there is a remnant according to the election of mm. grace, right? Okay. And what is the election of grace? I would want to offer that the election of grace is our reception of said grace being offered. 
election isn't this thing that happens outside of our desire, outside of our heart, outside of our response, but our response is the election mm-hmm. to grace. So it's grace and the God's love is free, right? It's freely given, but it's also reciprocal. It's the heart responding like the butter and not the clay. That's right. It's, that is the election. That right. The will, it's still volitional because I see his love poured out for me, right? Mm. And as I receive the truth of his love poured out for me, it transforms. And I'm walking in this grace, right? Because his grace is his love, his love is his grace. You know, this, his love is, is his grace, right? I mean, I don't know how else to explain it, but that the choosing of grace is actually has something to do with me responding to his offer. And so that there's 7,000 in the time of Elijah that responded to the offer. And there was a man who was on his way to Damascus and he received the revelation of God and it blinded him. And for the next three days, he pondered whether or not it could be true that Jesus was the promise of all the covenants of all of the oracles. And he came to the conclusion that it was true Mm. and he received the offer of God through Jesus and that old man by the name of Saul died and Paul rose up and so that Paul his life lived is through the resurrected Messiah who is the promise of Israel and he's saying that grace that got me is still available to you Hmm. now there are those who won't receive it yeah he comes into verse 7 what about then what about Israel who failed to obtain what it was seeking the elect obtained it but the rest were hardened because it was offered to all of them, but those who received it, they're the elect, right? But there are those who God offered it to. And like we talked about several episodes before, the truth can be offered. And you're like, no, 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 can't be. No, no, no. So this is a question that comes up, I think, at certain parts in, in our lives. How do I know? Because clearly we all have a track record. Literally all of us have a track record yeah. of denying that gift that God has given us. And the question might come up, how do I know that I haven't rejected it one too many times? How do I know that when it talks about God giving them a spirit of stupor, eyes that wouldn't see, ears that wouldn't hear, their eyes are darkened and they cannot see and bend their backs forever. How do I know that that's not me? The answer was was in the question. Explain. God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see. If you can still see, that to some degree you have a sense that, oh man, I'm falling short now. I absolutely believe that to be that razor edge work between conviction and condemnation. Mm -hmm. Conviction that draws on the heart that tells you, hey, you can do better. Right? Or and and hey, rise up in the fullness of what God is calling you to. Right. Condemnation falls over and says, I live a life worthy of judgment. I'm nothing. You're good for nothing. Right. Here's the good news. That for people that even feel a sense of condemnation, we have a savior that saves to the uttermost. Mm. So that if you see either conviction or, or you feel, fall, feel and fear condemnation, it's still open. Arms are still open. Still wide. open. It's when you say that, oh, I have no need for that thing. Mm-hmm. I reject it. I have no need for the blood. Because if you say you haven't sinned, you're saying, I have no need for the blood. First John 1, 9. And you're a liar. First, and you're a liar. 
First John 1, 8 into 9, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's that hardness of heart that says I have no need for the blood. So if you still feel a need, you still feel that God's still working. So if that's you, and, and obviously we're speaking to, at this point, an empty church. Yeah. But if that's you, and you have this fear of condemnation, you have this sense of conviction today. Today can be the day of salvation. Because the word's not too far off. It's not in heaven Mm-mm. to bring it down. It's not in the depths that you have to bring it up. Uh, it's just believing in your heart, mm-hmm. confessing with your mouth, and you receive. Mm-hmm. And we believe that still about those who he chose and foreknew, the nation of Israel, the people of Abraham's line, still. There you guys go. That was 10 minutes. We'll see you tomorrow.